fidelity high, the people you dig, the records they love. John Davis is the frontman of the band Superdrag and the Leaves of Memory. With Superdrag, he released five studio albums as well as countless singles and EPs from 1994 through their final album in 2009. He has issued two solo albums and has also featured on lead vocals and guitar on the three-song Big Star 7-inch live tribute to Alex Chilton. In 2013, he formed the new band The Leaves of Memory with Superdrag founding member Brandon Fisher. They released their debut LP, Sisyphus Says, the following year, and its follow-up, Unnecessary Evil, in 2016. The Leaves of Memory are set to release their stellar double album, The Blinding White of Nothing at All, later this year. This is John Davis of Superdrag and The Leaves of Memory. And my fidelity high is Transient Random Noise Bursts with Announcements by Stereolab. I wish I had a vivid memory of exactly when and where I bought transient random noise bursts with announcements for the first time. I don't, but I still have the cassette and it still plays. It would have been during the fall of 93 when we were first putting Super Drag together, playing our first shows. I pretty much hung out with Brandon every day at that point, working on songs, playing guitar, listening to records constantly. This was one of the ones we spent the most time with. We just couldn't stop listening to it. It hit me like a ton of bricks and just struck me differently than anything I'd ever heard up till then. We were coming from sort of a punk rock background, listening to a lot of noisy guitar bands like Dinosaur Jr., Sebado, Husker Du. But this was something else entirely. There were obvious links to VU and Nico record, which we were already well into, but otherwise it sounded entirely new and foreign to me. I'd never heard Krautrock before. With 20 odd years of hindsight though, and a more of a complete musical education, now I can appreciate it on a whole other level as a sort of a gateway to Exotica and Esquivel, Noy and Bossa Nova, and Wendy Carlos and Musique Concrete, Stockhausen, just this amazing synthesis of slightly out-of-the-way music, all pre-internet when you wouldn't have necessarily had instant access to any of it. And at the same time, all that information from the past was being assimilated into this whole other sound that had never really been done elsewhere. It was probably the first record I ever listened to repeatedly that was sung in another language half the time. So I often had no idea what the lyrics dealt with, but the song still reached me on some nonverbal level, so it didn't really matter. The first song is a great example, Tone Burst. It's like this amazing mood elevator. Within two bars, I realize, wow, this is making me feel the way I've wanted to feel all day. But then if you take the time to translate the lyric from French, you find it's deeply romantic but it sort of speaks to the way the song makes you feel without the benefit of language, which is pretty amazing. I guess Loveless by My Bloody Valentine sort of works on that level too. And then the songs sung in English tend to be very political, whether in terms of personal politics or Marxist revolutionary politics, which was not a commonplace theme in indie rock in the early 90s, at least not to my knowledge. And they're written in sort of an obscure 
English as a second language kind of way that fits the meter of the melody, but can sometimes be a little difficult to work out. But that's okay, too. We were actually label mates for a brief time, which was probably the single greatest honor Superdrag ever associated with being on Electra Records. The fact that we were on the same label as Stereo Lab. In fact, I would probably go so far as to say that that was why we trusted them. We figured they couldn't be all bad if they had Stereo Lab. Well, that and the fact that they signed the MC5 and the Stooges 30 years prior. Obviously, we didn't know a lot about the record business. Come to think of it, the only demo tape I ever sent out was to Darla Records. And the reason I did that was because on the back of the little insert that came with the Grifter 7-inch they did, there was some label copy and stuff, and then it said, send us a tape of your group with two O's, which was the way Stereo Lab had done it. So I did. It's been sort of a fun activity for people over the years to point out all the places that Superdrag drew influence from. It's always amazed me that more people haven't detected the Stereolab influence. It's the Modric beat. We played it all the time. The tension it creates is really powerful. Plus, the power of repetition and keeping things on one chord. Those are all things that we learned for the first time from Stereolab. In terms of some of the keyboard sounds and stuff, yes, we did buy a Farfisa eventually, but then somebody dropped it once and it was never the same. Honestly, that kind of influence has probably showed up more often with the least memory. I think every record we make has more keyboard sounds on it than the one before. I was fortunate enough to see them play twice while Mary Hansen was still alive. And those are still like top 10 all-time live shows for me, and I've seen a lot of amazing shows. I always felt like Mary Hansen was kind of their secret weapon. Of course, her vocals were a huge part of the sound, but her guitar playing added a ton. Plus, she seemed to favor jazz masters a lot, which I'm always happy to see. The other big thing that sticks out in my mind about the band live is the rhythm section. They were so airtight and amazing, they could have played for James Brown. That's how great they were. If I had to sit somebody down and play them one song from the record to make my case for its greatness, it would have to be Jenny Ondialine. It's my favorite song on the record and probably my favorite Stereo Lab song, period. It's just so epic. Everything I love about Stereo Lab is there. The motoric beat, minimalism, repetition, staying on one chord, but like militantly on one chord beautiful interplay of the two female voices seems to go on forever in much the same way as Hallow Gallo by Noy can seem as if it will go on forever. That was probably the catalyst for this. I never want these songs to end. Thanks for listening to Fidelity High. For an extended version of this episode, including songs from the featured artists, please visit fidelityhigh.com.